Welcome back to the Raymond in Your Ear podcast. I'm Raymond, and I'm in your ear, man. Man, 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 man. Wanted to be sure, guys, that I could have a smile on my face, even though you can't see my face with a podcast, but wanted to make sure that I could get my thoughts and kind of self together, guys, as I brought you this particular episode. Uh, uh, today's episode, guys, is Marathon Mindset. Uh, it's not an original title. Um, it's something that um, is a thing in the running world, and it's something that was shared um, intently by by our brother uh, Aramaeus, or, or, or uh, I want to make sure that I'm pronouncing his first name correctly, um, because the world knows him as Nipsey Hussle, but his real name was Ermius. I think that's how they pronounce it. Um, and, and, and he was a man, man. And he was a real person and uh, not necessarily the, you know, kind of character we could have in our head of celebrity um, um, and online. But uh, a brother that had so much in his mind, so much in his heart. And uh, it affected a lot of different people out there. And uh, I'm going to try to do my level best in sharing with you guys today to not make this uh, a somber podcast, um, but to really celebrate what what I got from Nipsey's music and movement. Um, and in particular, the thing that stuck with me um, that still sticks with me and will um, is his thoughts on the marathon mindset, you know, having everything in his branding or his company or his philosophies to be about the, the, the marathon or the last album being the victory lap or, you know, his clothing having references to running a race and uh, and how, um, you know, I just that is one of the so many things that he was about. I connected with, but I just stay there. You know, I'm not going to be here to talk necessarily about the happenings of his loss and his family's loss and then our loss. And I want to say it in that order, his loss his family's loss, and then our loss as a whole, you know, as a community that loved him and his music. And, and I'm a, and I'm a head man. I am a music guy. Uh, my business for 10 years that I owned my brick and mortar business before I got into online business, um, was called rhythm. That was the name of my hair salon. So it, Music is a huge part of my life. I have, I've had, I have headphones tattooed on my body. Um, so music is a huge part of the motivator of so many things that I do over my lifespan, even as a grown man today, even from a child. So um, um, recently... I have been in the world of the area of fitness, right? I've been in the world of running. In particular, running and walking have been a huge part of my fitness kind of transition or transformation. Um, just recently in the last year, I've picked up weights and kind of hit uh, training and, 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 and really doing more, you know, with resistance training, pull and push, but walking and running from the very beginning, um, from stairs to outside on a track to, to a treadmill has always been a thing. And it's something that I enjoy. Everybody doesn't like to run with for their cardio, but I have even had thoughts of maybe not a marathon just yet, but certainly, uh, pulling off my first 5k this year, 
um, because there's just something therapeutic about running, especially as entrepreneurs, um, when we're always quote unquote running, but we're running in opposite directions. You know what I mean? We're, we're, pull, we're pushing, pulling so many different ways. Uh, running is very therapeutic for me because it forces you to kind of do something consistently for 30 minutes, consistently for 45 minutes, consistently for an hour um, and kind of focus and um, like driving for many, for me, myself as well. Uh, running kind of helps me to even get my thoughts out. You know what I mean? And so uh, listening to the victory lap, can you see the connect connection guys or this marathon mindset, especially listening to so many things that Nipsey talked about as far as empowerment and ownership and entrepreneurship and, and, and knowing your origin and focus energy and not really looking for a sprint and getting things done in business, in music, in, in entrepreneurship, in family, in personal growth, in learning, but it, understanding that it was a marathon, right? That it was going to be a long situation and that he had songs with the word patience inside of the title. You know what I mean? He has songs like dedication, you know, inside of his titles, as much as the brother really referenced to his life's, you know, prior, right? In the streets or West Coast or, you know what I mean? Banging or what have you. There was this transition that had happened and certainly a transitioning that was happening that we were witnessing right before our eyes. And it's just unfortunate on so many levels that that will be um, at least stunted in part. I'm sure that there's so many people from his family to his loved ones, to his to his lady, to his children as they grow up, his brother, his father, who were all, you know, very revolutionary and radical in thinking as well. Um, and even other artists and even people that were affected by our music that will continue on in his thought process. No different, guys, than what Pac did for a generation 20 years ago. No different than what Big did. Um, no different than even the leaders in the 60s for some. Now, some people are like, are you comparing this brother to Martin Luther King? I'm telling you that what he was on and where he was at, you know, there are musical artists that have that effect on certain people. And it's not really for us to judge whether his significance to people. But I'm going to tell you, that album, man, that Victory Lab album, guys, if you haven't checked it out, um, and it's okay if you haven't checked it out um, post Hamas, you know what I mean? Hamas, or, or after his passing, you know, but pick it up, man. Pick it up with headphones in particular and listen to what he was on and where he was going, man, um, with this marathon mentality. And it's something that I connected to because it's something that I preach from the high heavens to people that are following me, to people that I train in any class that I'm asked to speak at. Um, and I, I just got to make reference right now. I'm coming off of a conference in particular um, called the Social Proof Conference. And I'm going to tell you, man, um, as an educator and as somebody that has educated folk and I have an education platform platform with the tribe membership. Uh, I always hesitate calling myself an educator because I have so much respect for other educators, even the educators that are in my uh, 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 house. You know, my wife has a master's degree in childhood education. So I hesitate to be an educator, but man, there was a masterclass, man, that went on in Atlanta, Georgia this weekend, man, uh, put on by the brother uh, David Shands. And uh, I, I got to really gather myself and really think about the notes that I collected over two days with just a multi 
multitude of speakers and educators and entre- successful entrepreneurs, man, that have put in, you know, major work, male and female, old and young, West Coast, East Coast, you know what I mean, in Atlanta and out, urban background, collegiate background, streets. It, it, it was just a phenomenal. David, if you ever would have hit this podcast, man, or anybody connected to that, anybody in this team or anybody that went, man, bravo, man, to that event. You have my commitment and so many others of us that will be first in line to get tickets for 20, uh, 20 uh, 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 social proof. Just uh, it's going to it's going to be a while, man, before I unpack what I heard in that particular conference. I'm excited this year to be a year of learning for me, not so much of being on stages, but being in audiences, consuming um, in route to another con- conference and convention. So excited the end of this month um, in Utah myself. But um, as an educator myself, when I am in that arena and not a student, I preach, man, marathon mentality, really. And I don't know if I've ever used those words in a you know continual basis, but I have said, listen, this is going to take time, right? This is not going to be a quick fix. I know we love instant excuse me, Instagram, or we love the instantaneous nature of the internet, or we love that instantly we can get an Uber, or instantly we can get things microwave, or instantly we can check out in a at a store, you know what I mean? I know we love that culture, and I benefit from it too, like instantly we can create this podcast episode that you guys can enjoy and listen to, I can listen to your podcast, but there's a level of things that we need to achieve in life, guys, health, fitness, relationships, child upbringing, getting out of debt, um, um, building a home, building a business, building up staff, training, man, is going to take time. Um, last week when I heard about the news of, of his passing, I was coming off of a workout and I felt it so it was just heavy on me that we had lost just another black man, primarily man, human being, another one to gun violence, but not alone that, but this person that was just giving so much. Uh, I talked to my brother-in-law this morning um, and just shout out to him, man, um, be, uh, 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 because music and, and sports and there's a, a lot of things that we're connected to. Uh, and, and, um, and, and, we, and he said just a profound thing this morning. He said, man, the thing about Nipsey going is that, man, he was somebody that was about action. He was somebody that was doing. He didn't do all that talking. And I just appreciated him as he was washing the car for the family in the morning. I'm leaving out. Now headed out to a workout. And I said, man, I'm going to put that in my podcast, B. I'm going to put that in my podcast because that was so important. That was so true that I knew that that was one of the things that connected me to this brother in particular. It wasn't a whole lot of talking. It wasn't a whole lot of when he said things, you knew it was happening. There was a STEM program that was in line for the children of Crenshaw district in that area, man, to get kids connected to science and mechanics and engineering. There was that, that was that happening, right? Technology he wanted to bring. There was a level of technology that was overlaid, right? Inside of the marathon clothing store that was on Crenshaw and Slauson that he wanted us to get connected to the tech age being in in Los Angeles where a lot of tech was happening on the West coast. There was a, a, a store that he decided to put inside of his neighborhood where he didn't have to necessarily do that right now. He didn't have to necessarily do that. Um, yes, yeah, so as I'm, as I'm recording, right. I'm recording, um, um, outside, right. And somebody's passing, they looking at me crazy. <laughs> like, are you talking to yourself? I'm like, nah, man, I'm talking to my people, man. I'm talking to my people, man, on the world wide web, man. But he, he, he did decide guys to actually place 
a store where he could have put it in Beverly Hills, man. He did, man. He was en route to talk, right, to the uh, the police chief in the area to talk about things that could help with the relationships with the police department in L.A. and the gang's, you know, situation in the city, respecting both sides, you know, being a part of that world. The brother was moving, man. The brother was putting situations on. I was, listen, man, I learned engineering, so engineers couldn't tell me I couldn't do it. I learned marketing, so marketers couldn't tell me I couldn't get it done. I wanted to invest my own money in to my company so companies couldn't hold me back on how I could make it happen. I was willing to do, you know, he made a lot of references to Southern hip hop moguls, man, over the years, which, you know, were notorious, man, including people like E-40, man, for selling the music out the trunk, meaning, look, I'm gonna go right at the people, man. I don't want nothing to stop me. I want them to get it. You know, he was en route, man, to do this amazing documentary. I do hope that we get a chance to see that. Not for any necessarily controversy or conspiracy, but there does need to be, right, in our community, this thought, this conversation about diet, this conversation about food. Like I'm getting it late in life. I'm late, man. I'm late in my late thirties and forties talking about health and eating clean and vegetables and the importance of water and working out. You know, I'm out of town right now recording guys, but I know that there's a gym everywhere and I got to get it done because I maybe enjoy myself a little bit this weekend, but we got to get back on it, man, because to live these long lives, man, we got to really put our health in front. So he was, he was playing base guys yeah he was he was really trying to do something on top of giving you music that you could just ride to you know what i mean like that victory lap joint man it had a very um tm101 for all of my jeezy fans out there it had that kind of feeling but with a west coast swagger you know what i mean it had that feeling of kind of like man just let that shit run just let that shit play you know what i mean and you know from the opening track man to definitely the t the, the k dot track man with kendrick man and man just the whole last time that i checked you know what i mean like i could I can kill a treadmill, man, and I'm about to do it right now as I get off of this podcast episode. It's it's my one. So to, so to have that loss, it was significant. But guys, as you're out there, you know, um, the, 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 the history of the word marathon, I think this is very interesting, um, that marathon is a city uh, that's in Greece, right? Um, and in ancient time, there was a battle of the Persians, you know, this, we've seen the 300s, right? The Greeks, right? And the Persians, right? Well, there was a battle of the Persians in ancient times, right? And there was a, there was a warrior. I can't pronounce his name. It's some Greek name, but he ran. I think this is very interesting. If you got to this far in the podcast, I appreciate this. You'll find some, 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 some value in this. There was a runner and he ran from the city, right? Of Marathon, right? And he ran to tell of the victories of the Greeks, right? He ran to a city in Athens. And, and as the story goes, he ran some 25 or 26 miles, right, to tell the people in Athens that there was victory. And how? watch this now, watch the tie-in, that victory in Greece is Nike, right? So this says that he ran this race of 25 to 26 miles, and he said he got to the people and he yelled in Greek, Nike or Nikki, right? Which is victory. And he said that he killed over and died, right? After, you know, running those 26 miles. And so that term marathon is related to the 26.2 mile run that you do if you ran a marathon. And sometimes you probably even seen this reference and didn't even know you were looking at it. If you drove behind a car and there was a sticker, you might see one today or tomorrow that said 26.2. That means that somebody in that car, right? Somebody 
everybody in that family ran a marathon because it's an elite group of athletes that can run 26 miles. And if you think about it, it take me a good 15 minutes to get one mile in. And the world record by Kenyan is two hours to pull off 26 miles. Can you imagine? Can you imagine what it takes for your body and training and focus and dedication and diet and eating and consistency and what your feet go through and what your hamstrings go through and what your body go through and what you got to focus your mind to get done a marathon period let alone you know the world record holders to be getting done in two hours or under three hours it's just that so that word marathon is often used to say yo this gonna be a marathon this ain't gonna be no listen you want to build a business yo it's this is gonna be a marathon this is not gonna be a sprint if you're looking for a sprint i've told people as a coach i've told people as a consultant even or a help you know or sometimes that's an advisor listen if you're looking for this thing i don't have no plan for it to be a sprint now a sprint you're gonna be in and out of that thing and you're gonna be done but if you want long term he talks so much man so many things i can say about this brother man but he talks so much about legacy he talks so much about yo man i want to be around for a long time i want this music to be around for a long time i want this legacy to be around for a long time i want my children to run this thing man and and everybody just wasn't talking about that even if everybody felt that way everybody wasn't talking about that they weren't talking about that in sports they weren't talking about that online they ain't talking about that a lot of times all the time in business they're not talking about that in music acting it's just not out there so he was very 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 vocal very opinionated and very sure of his thoughts and consistent over a long period of time. Go back, guys. Go back to the no beard Nipsey in 2012, 2013. Maybe you didn't know about him. You weren't hip. Maybe I wasn't hip, but he was talking that same thing. They got teenage videotape of this brother saying, yo, man, I don't want no jury. That's that ain't that's 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 liability, dog. That I, that ain't no asset. You know what I mean? All that flossing and flexing. You can't make no I want some real estate. A teenage Nipsey hustle with no tattoos on his neck. Would think about about that you know what i mean like no ink no tats no braids with a little curly fro man look like he in the late 90s somewhere saying nah man i i, I don't want that you know what i mean has a lot to do with his uh uh Arishian, uh and i i hope i'm pronouncing this but i think it's east african heritage of his father he was second generation east african his father was you know they got pictures of his father you know boycotting in the streets of apartheid that was going on in africa so this brother was taught through lineage through legacy and was bringing that on even though he was still connected to the South Side or, or, or South Central Crips, you know what I mean, or, or, or gang life in, in, in that world. And he just, he put a level of, of, of maturity in it, man. I, people can think whatever they want, but he put a level of understanding in it and respect in it and, and, and dare I say class in it because people would think otherwise because we have such negative connotations of we just want to peep certain things in a box. But so, so, so that marathon meant that mentality, man. And, and I know, I know when I talk to people, there are times when I have to just stop mid sentence and I realize I got to say, man, I realize we can't really have a, a long conversation because you think it's sprint and I'm thinking marathon. I'm realizing that some of the things that I'm trying to share with you or some of the things that I've learned that I've tried to share, not even something I'm trying to teach you, but just, yo, I've learned this over my 42 years that honestly, when it come to health, don't get frustrated after two weeks of not seeing results. It's a marathon. Yo, when it come to getting out of debt, don't get frustrated when you get a setback and you just paid off $2,000 and you had a $3,000 car issue. It's a marathon. You're going to have to, you're going to have to stay dedicated 
focus and patience, how he talks about it in the music. But Ray, I want my business to jump now. Yo, man, this is a marathon. This is going to take 26 miles metaphorically for you to pull this off. And it's worth it. It's worth for you to say, listen, it's going to take me a whole year to convert my business over. Let's take for myself. It took me a good year and a half to convert my business over to independent contractors to a team concept. It wasn't no month long journey for all of my beauty professionals that are listening to this. It is possible to remove rental and individuals and independent brands inside of a building where everybody got their own vision. So it's full of division. Let me say that again. Everybody's got their own vision inside of your business because we believe in maybe a rental mentality. But guess what? There's division. You can't get shit done because everybody is going in different directions. So you go, you may have to release the team in 2010. You might have to do that, you know, hesitantly because you love the people, but you got to say, yo, everybody want to be independent and I want to build a team and I'm ready to lead and I'm going to focus my energy and I'm not going to get on the road and travel and do platforming and I'm not going to get out here and focus on makeup and wedding what I was doing when I was in the beauty profession and I'm not going to focus on going out and seemingly being single in business. I'm going to be married to this business and I want people that want to be married to what we have here and it took time and the first team that I tried, it didn't work. And then the second team that I tried, they had a, I had a walkout. And then the next team I tried, I lost people and I went through people. And it took me probably a good 15 people after my initial releasing of a team of independent contractors to get it right. And some people were side on like, man, I ain't gonna never work. But guess what it did? It did. It took time. And I was able to have a business that was sustainable and could operate without me in it for years at a time that I could be away from the business and be more of the owner, guys, and the driving force and the focus and the brainchild behind it and the manager versus the hands that was actually doing the work. It's possible. But I had to have a marathon mindset. That ain't easy. (laughs) It ain't easy. I would encourage you to get around some other marathoners, right? Because even if you got a marathon mindset, it's going to be cute if you're hanging around sprinters. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Even if you got a marathon mindset, it's going to get swallowed up and smothered if you're around a bunch of sprinters. Because sprinters don't look the same. They're not built the same. They don't think the same. Their body type ain't the same. And it's not bad or good. It's just they're not the same kind of athlete. If you ran a sprinter next to a marathoner, they don't even look like they work out the same. They don't even look like they eat the same things. Because a sprinter is designed 50 yards, 100 yards, done. 40 yards, done. But marathon is a different it's a different beast. It's a different mentality. Um, and it's even ironic that even, you know, Nipsey Hussle's body type was a slender body type. It was a lean body type. It was that of a marathon runner, right? It was that of that mindset, you know, that he said, yo, man, we I got to eat differently so I could think differently. And I, I, I'm there. I am definitely there. That doesn't mean I don't enjoy certain food, but I realize I cannot no longer at 40 years old ever really, ever really get 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 comfortable with eating unconsciously because my mind is so important to what I do in my business in my wife's business how I help my friends in business how I contribute to my family how I contribute to my 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 my, my immediate family and my extended family my mind needs to be at optimal click right at optimal focus and you are what you eat and I understand that and I understand that I've been able to do so much more right 
with so much more clarity because there is a consciousness of what I consume, a consciousness of what I consume mentally, right? What I'm reading, right? What I'm listening to. And that's what's interesting about even Nipsey Hussle is I don't really listen to a lot of hip hop like that no more. Not that I'm, it's negative, but I talk to my kinfolk and we like, yo man, I just don't, it ain't nothing out there that's moving me like that, right? It ain't nothing like that that had me riding like things of once upon a time. It's some. It's definitely some out there, but it ain't a lot like it was at one time. So I find myself listening to more podcasts. I find myself in the car riding to more audio books. I find myself listening to more speeches um, and things that are happening online, listening to videos just playing in the background. I find myself listening to older music on repeat, but Nipsey stuff kicked through. Final lap, right? Kicked through. Even the lead up mixtapes up into that album, his conversations online, there was so much interview about this brother. I think he knew he knew that he needed to be recorded and photographed and filmed and interviewed. Right. There is a rap radar on title. Guys, listen to that. There is an awesome interview um, on uh, 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 the Breakfast Club. Listen to that. There is an awesome interview with Flex. There is an awesome interview right with Angie and, and Ebro. This brother, he had a lot of ideas, man. But it was it was so beautifully mixed with authenticity of the street, which connected to so many people. Um, I think about recently I heard the owner of Slutty Vegan ATL speak in an interview. And I just I have never met the sister and um, just but listening to her story, I am intrigued to go deeper into her story. And I just can't right right now uh, with this particular trip to Atlanta sit in a two hour line necessarily. But I'm gonna plan one day and sit in that three hour line line outside of slutty vegan um because not i see when she did right and it's a masterful move to be able to say listen i want people to consider vegan food i want people to consider that it's not tree bark and barley green and berries and twigs right this this stereotypical negative stereotype of vegan food and i know differently myself because i had some vegan food that was amazing right but i I want to understand that vegan don't mean bland right that vegan don't mean without taste that vegan don't mean that you can feel like you're eating something of substance that vegan don't mean no protein or taste or flavor it don't mean that it just means no meat it just means no meat products it just means that you're eating plant-based food through and through And what she talked about was I intentionally use the word slutty, right? I intentionally use the word. I call my people sluts or vegan sluts because I wanted you. I wanted a level of, 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 of turning away, right? I wanted a level of controversy. I wanted a level of shock to let you know that this is a different approach on vegan food. This is a different approach on what you thought, right? That no, I'm, I'm dressed you know, with sneakers on and, and, and dunks on and, and, and denim jeans cut up. And yesterday she was on stage with red heels and red locks and beautiful face of makeup and this long flowy leopard, you know, outfit to let you know whatever you thought. I'm, it's not that, you know what I mean? We, we gonna, we gonna listen to certain music. It's gonna be a hip establishment. And this play she talked about and just salute to her pinky, um, on the fact of there will be possibilities of franchising this idea that many, many investors are knocking at her door for the overwhelming success that she's had, um, in downtown Atlanta with slutty vegan. And that's an example of this mixture of, I want to bring two, two, two contra or, 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 or contradicting seemingly sides together. I want to bring hip, you know what I mean? Party. I want to bring, you know, modern, contemporary take on, you know, 
just to say, you know, vegan a lot of times and the friends that I know that are vegan and, and I've gone weeks sometime and being all plant based. So I've definitely looked at the lifestyle. I've definitely thought about it. And she's very much like, like I'm vegan, vegan, right? That's how she kept saying, like, I'm real deal way before I open up the restaurant, vegan and everything that I do. But I also understand that there's a level of contemporary that I wanted to bring to it. And, and that's what I just think Nipsey did that. He was like, yo, man, yo, you if you ask me where I'm from, rolling 60s, you know what I mean? And man, shout out to Russell Westbrook for that unbelievable tribute of 2020 triple double basketball fans out there. How incredible, bro. That's going to be in the record books in all of history, man, for that night that that was done the week of uh, the loss. You know, his friend and, 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 and partner and homeboy, Russell, grew up in L.A., went to UCLA high school. I mean, college was a was a standout in high school basketball in Compton or in South Central. My goodness, 2020 Russell Westbrook, you probably will never hit his podcast, brother, but salute to you on that idea. So Nip would tell you, listen, man, no, I'm where I'm from, Slauson boy, on the tatted on the back. You know, that's where I'm from. But I also study technology, but I also study the power of electric and healing food, but I also study how they invest. I also study real estate. I also study the music industry, right? I also read plenty, plenty, plenty books. You know, I also understand the power of family and legacy and dynasty. So whatever you, if you thought that wasn't connected to maybe the corner in Slauson, you're wrong. If you thought that I couldn't be tatted on the neck with victory lap tattoos on my neck and be at a boardroom with the LAPD or a technology um, um, initiative in LA, you're wrong. I'm going to combine all of that. And I'll be honest, man, I feel that who I am. I mean, I, I just be very transparent. Even the fact of being a straight dude in the beauty industry, I, I, I heard it early. I heard it early on. You know what I mean? And I have friends of all different flavors, all different backgrounds, all different, you know, orientations. I'm just in. The, you can't help but to just love people as a whole being in the beauty industry, but being somebody that was straight, that was in beauty and that was what people would consider good it was always like a juxtapose like what you you yeah man i play basketball and yeah i'm watching the final four today too and go auburn let's see if we can take this thing and shock the world you know what i mean and yeah man i'm into women man and yeah man i like to party too and yeah i got friends that's worked for me and i've worked for them that were homosexual you know what i mean and i've had you know being in the beauty industry period you got all kind of people people with piercings and tats and tats in the middle of their forehead and whatever, all kind of idea. Atheists, man, just people. But being somebody that was what the world would call, that ain't supposed to fit in that box. Well, I'm going to fit in that box. You ain't supposed to have, be on stage with sneakers on and a t-shirt and jeans talking to corporate people. Well, that that's gonna, I'm going to make that fit too. You, you can't use language like that, speak, man, all of that, all of that shit you talking, all of that, what can't happen, I don't hear none of that. I'm going to combine it all because I'm convinced there's more of me out there. I'm convinced there's a lot more people that need to be reached and I'm going to bring in it all. I'm going to bring in health. I'm going to bring in hustle. I'm going to bring in spirituality. I'm going to bring in street. I'm going to bring in relationship. I'm going to bring in party life. I'm going to bring in, you know, whatever. It's it, There's no more rules. And and that's what I think the brother, this is, this is tough to say was on that's tough Whew, that's tough to say man rest on brother man but i i because I, because i feel like 
we I definitely below the spirit of this man is not going anywhere. You know what I'm saying? As far as what's out there. But and, and people can have whatever their thoughts are. I, I'm not here to judge who he was in the flesh, where he will be out of body. But for what I saw, from what I saw on this physical plane, from what I heard from the music, right, there were elements of evolution that were happening and that would evolve. One of the things about Jay-Z that I just love and I'll be done with this is that we've we've been able to see Hove develop. We've been able to see gold teeth, you know, Hawaiian Sophie flat top chains around his neck develop into this 50 year old, you know, just American treasure almost, you know, not almost. We've, we've begin to see people develop. We begin to see people like Barack. We saw Barack in his twenties, man, in the 1990s doc, you know, interview talking very much, man, young Chicago civil rights activist, revolutionary develop into this gray head, you know, just treasure as our, our president, you know what I mean? Beloved president. So we, we've been able to see him develop and there was just so many in music, right? There were so many in sports. There were so many in, in, in just history that we didn't get a chance to see. We didn't get a chance to see a 20-something-year-old Pac, what he was going to be even at 30. We didn't get a chance to see Big at 35. We didn't get a chance to see what Aaliyah would be. We didn't get a chance to see, man, what these cats would be. You know, Mac Miller, I'm, I'm using older to what happened in the 90s to happen in the early 2000s. We didn't just, we didn't get a chance to see Lynn Bias. We didn't get a chance to see what they could have been. You know what I mean? Because that, you know, Lisa, we just didn't get a chance to see um, what these Kurt Cobain, we didn't get a chance to see Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, we didn't get Marley. Marley died in his mid-30s. Bob Marley never saw 40, guys. Whew. We didn't get a chance to see what they could have become, and, and that's the loss. On top of so many others, what they could have done. We didn't get a chance to see them run the marathon. My goodness. Um, we didn't get we, we cut them short at 11 miles, right? We cut them at 10 miles. It's a 26-mile run. So... I just, for me, my team and what I'm doing, that is just my mentality. Um, I got my marathon clothing on the way, you know what I mean? Um, um, cause, 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 and, and not just because uh, I want to buy something in his death, you know what I mean? But um, I didn't get a chance on my trip to LA to visit the store because it was almost kind of like a rite of passage if you went to LA. Um, my last trip to Los Angeles, my only trip to Los Angeles, it, it, was, it was not on that occasion um, and I did not have the time. Um, but there was one particular shirt that he has. It's called Run a Lap. And, and, and that shirt, it didn't even care what it cost, man. I was like, yo, I want that. I want that shirt. I want that shirt to work out in. I want that shirt to have on to remind me that, yeah, man, just get out there and run a lap. So as I get off of this podcast, guys, I hope this, 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 this gives you that mentality. Guys, get away from that sprinter's mentality. And particularly those out there in entrepreneurship and business, um, you're talking to somebody that is on his fourth business kind of idea and concept. And even as I am on the heels of evolving and fusing in health and wellness um, and fitness inside of my platform, which people looking at me like, you about to add into that? Like, yeah, it's a big part of what I feel. Um, it, it, it's right in line. I've learned so much over the last two years to add that inside of the better philosophy, better brands, better business, better lives. Um, having this, you know, this partnership with this amazing wellness company um, and these products are transforming my body, but also transforming my productivity and mind. They're helping so many different ways around my home, my wife, 
it's changed in, in great deal from anything from my hair growing down her back, you know, with these hair, nail and skin, you know, just, uh, you know, supplements and vitamins to our skin, uh, to our mental focus and clarity to definitely the waistline slimming up and muscle tone happening um, to great books that we're getting involved in with even connecting to the people that's inside of that business and others. So I, I definitely I just appreciate the marathon mentality. Uh, I, I, I Listen, if you're out there, you're thinking about a podcast, don't even look up to the 30th episode. Don't even look up. You know what I mean? If you're out there and you're building a business, don't even judge it, dog, to two years in. Don't even think about judging what it could do, right? If you're on a health initiative, man, give yourself a good year, right? Shout out to one of the speakers this week uh, at this conference. He was like, man, don't just give yourself a year. Don't, don't even look up whatever you're building. He was talking about website building. Man, look focus your energy on one target audience for a year 12 solid months 52 weeks i i I tell people in business at least give these ideas the length of time that it takes to birth a child at least give it nine months to to develop you know what i mean you know childbirth we're forced to learn to, to 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 be patient developing a child but so much of what we're doing out in the world is about our patience won't you know three months go by and we ready to tap out right i don't see no results in three months i'm ready to tap out man you can't even force a child that'd be premature for a child man give it at least nine months to a year to even decide whether you like love it or left or right right and you'll find that if you can just have more of that marathon mentality guys and 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 try to fight against that sprinter try to hang around less sprinters right and try to put yourself around marathon thinkers guys you'll just love life you'll just love what you're able to accomplish in life is what i wanted to say you'll you'll be more proud i think when you look back and say man i man i put that time in for three years right which is not really no time take three four years for college degrees it's not no time but there's this instantaneous mentality that's 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 kind of eating up the potential of great ideas um in relationships in business and well and I'm just going to continue to preach that. So uh, uh, to the brother, man, uh, that Slauson boy, man, we're going to we, we, listen, bro, you know, rest his family and all of those things, man. It's just an unbelievable loss. But but his music and I think those interviews and his mentality and the things that he had all in mission, if, if the things that were just in motion all get done, um, L.A. will just be a better a better city, man, in, 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 in great regard from the STEM um, ideas to the institution of the fresh fish market to bring better food to the area um, um, from the entrepreneur ideas that he had within um, that block that he bought or that sub uh, that uh, strip mall that he bought um, in the stores um, to the music to the documentaries that he had planned. Um, to funding for other ideas and businesses he had around the LA area, it'll it'll just be it'll just be so helpful, um, and and it'll do a world of difference down the line for his children and others in the area. So uh, that's my take, guys. That's uh, if if somebody want to call it a tribute, uh, I've never met the brother. You know what I mean at all. Um, I don't. I, I you know that's not my connection to it. It was a distant uh, kind of fan or distant admiration um, that connected, and so many entrepreneurs were affected by that because he viewed himself as an entrepreneur. He viewed himself as, yo, I'm going to get it from the mud. Um, there was even a moment of silence at this entrepreneur conference that I just left for him because he connect, we, we, entrepreneurs connected to his music. Entrepreneurs connected to certain artists that are out there. Other artists, no, but there was a level of what Jeezy did 
and what Nip did and what Hove has done, right? And what P did, you know, Master P that, that, that connected to entrepreneurs or business people that were building something. And uh, so there, there definitely is a, is a void, but there also is uh, a huge smile and celebration of his life. So guys, listen, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm about to get on this treadmill and give him a lap. Nip, I'm about to run a lap, boss. I'm about to get out there, man, with that marathon mindset, guys. So get out there and live.